welcome to Kofsi Cast, podcasts that are designed to help you achieve academic success. Brought to you by Kofsi FM, a division of the University of the Free State Student Affairs in partnership with the Center for Teaching and Learning. And today, also with student counseling and development. And with me in studio, I have Vitali Ndo from Student Counseling and Development in Bloemfontein Campus. Vitali, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm always well. Now, listen, we're going to talk about trauma. Why is it important to record a podcast about trauma? Thank you. So it's, it's a crucial to make our students aware of what trauma is and how they can cope with it. Because exposure to traumatic events is often linked to mental health difficulties. These can include PTSD, also known as post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, anxiety, and substance use. So also students with a history of trauma can also find adjusting to university difficult. They might have poor academic performance or they might even drop out. Now, what is trauma? There's two definitions that the American Association of Psychology gives. And the first one is that it's any disturbing experience that results in significant fear, helplessness, dissociation, sometimes referred to as an out-of-body experience, confusion, other disruptive feelings, intense enough to have a long-lasting negative effect on a person's attitude, behavior, and other aspects of their functioning. Traumatic events may also include uh, those that are caused by human behavior like rape, war, industrial accidents, as well as nature like earthquakes, and often they challenge your, your view of the world as a just safe and predictable place. Another definition is that it's any serious physical injury, such as a widespread burn or a blow to the head. What are the most significant or widespread traumatic events for university students? A lot of what we see is the loss of a loved one, a um, sudden violent death like homicide or suicide, physical assault as well, assault with a weapon, where someone has been threatened maybe with a gun or a knife, life-threatening illnesses as well. Um, This can also include termination of pregnancy, especially when it's done illegally, any stressful event or experience, an unwanted or uncomfortable sexual experience, assault, rape, and attempted rape. But also, I think we can add the pandemic to this list because a lot of events or the impacts of COVID can be experienced as traumatic for for a lot of people and for our students as well. But only what happens immediately after a trauma? Some of these things can happen during the trauma and also days after the trauma. But it is quite common to experience shock immediately after a traumatic event. Many people describe this as a feeling of being numb or cut off from others. Denial is also quite common. You cannot accept what has happened. You start behaving as though nothing actually happened. But also, people react differently to trauma. So some might be frightened that the same thing will happen again or that you might lose control of feelings um, and, and actually break down. Some people might feel helpless that something terrible happened and they couldn't do anything about it. 
they might feel weak, vulnerable, they might even feel angry about you know what has happened. Some people go to the extent of blaming themselves for what happened or for having survived while other people didn't survive. You may feel that you could have done something to prevent it, basically. Some people might feel sad, mainly if people were injured or if people were killed, especially if it's people that we know. Ashamed or embarrassed, this is something that other people can go through, that you know they have these strong feelings that they can't control, especially if you need others to support you. Some people might actually feel relieved that the danger is over and that the threat has gone. And other people might feel hopeful that their life will return to normal. Uh, what else can happen following a traumatic event? So in the weeks after a trauma, you may notice that you struggle to sleep or you just want to spend your time in bed. You might have nightmares that are specifically related to the trauma. And you might also experience flashbacks like memories of what has happened. Flashbacks can be in the form of images or can be in the form of smelling, you know, things related to the incident. It can be quite difficult for you to concentrate, especially because you might have flashbacks. It might, you know, be difficult to remember things that happened prior to the trauma or to remember things that happened after the trauma. You might actually also have anger outbursts when you know, you're not even provoked, but you start having verbal or physical fights with others. There might be an inability to experience positive emotions. And there might be this negative belief that the world is a dangerous place and people cannot be trusted. And another thing that can happen is you might lose your appetite or you might just start feeding, you know, and eating a lot just, just, you know, just to feed the emotions of the trauma. If I suspect I have you know, trauma or experienced trauma, what should I do? It's very important that in the beginning that you give yourself time. I like to think of traumatic events as, and this is unfortunate, but as somewhat part of our our experiences. These are things that can happen in life and it's unfortunate, but our response to them is quite normal. It is normal for us to, to struggle to sleep, to have flashbacks and all these experiences. So give yourself time. Allow yourself to process what has happened. It takes time to work through the changes. Find out what has happened as well. It is vital to not dwell on what shouldn't, shouldn't have happened. Instead, allow yourself to focus on the facts of the situation. It can also help to be involved with other survivors. You can join groups, you know, spending time with others that have experienced what you have experienced can give you some perspective. Ask for support. It can be a relief to talk about what has happened. You may need to ask your friends, your family, for the time to do this at first. They will probably not know what to do or say, uh, but with time, they might learn to support you. So take some time for yourself. At times you may want to be alone or just with those close to you. Also talk it over. At first, this can be challenging. 
uh, we do know with experiences of rape and assault that it, it is very difficult for people to come out and speak about their experience. So you might start off by crying, but eventually it will happen that it feels natural to speak up. Maintain your routine. This is also important that when you've experienced a traumatic event, that you don't change your, your, your patterns. You don't, you don't start not doing the things that you used to do, like exercising, going to work, visiting friends. So it's important to maintain a routine, whatever your routine is. And after a trauma, people are more likely to have accidents. So be careful around the home when driving, because if you're having flashbacks and if you're struggling to concentrate, you can be very much accident prone. Now we've talked about what I should do. What should I not do? It's very important to not bottle up feelings. With some traumatic events, when you bottle things up and then you come across someone who has experienced what you have experienced, that can be triggering and don't take on too much take time to process things and take time to figure out what you need to be able to cope it's also important to not drink or use drugs as a way of coping because this is an ineffective way of coping with the situation and it's also important to not, to not make significant life changes like changing your job, selling your house, moving away, um, because these can be stresses later on as well. When should I get professional help? So family and friends will probably be able to see you through this challenging time. And you may need to see a professional if your feelings are too much for you or go on for too long. You should probably see a psychologist or a GP if you have no one to speak to. If you feel that you can't handle your emotions and you are overwhelmed by sadness and anxiety or nervousness, you think that you are, return, you are not returning to normal after a few weeks, preferably you know, if it's been more than six weeks. If you have nightmares and you're struggling to sleep, if you are getting on badly with those close to you, so like we said previously, if you're fighting, if you're having those verbal and physical fights, if you are staying away from other people more and more, so if you're isolating yourself more, and also if your work is suffering, if you are all of a sudden struggling to complete tasks that you, you used to be able to complete with ease um, or with effort, but if you're just struggling overall at work because of the event, and also, if people around you suggest that you seek help, it's very important because they might be seeing things that you are not able to identify. If you are drinking or smoking too much or using drugs to cope, that might also be an indication that you need to seek help. Where can I get help? So you can get help as, at Student Counseling and Development. You can also speak to your doctor, especially if the traumatic event has physical implications. So if you are injured, if you've been violated, the first point would be to see a doctor. Um, for students at UFS, it's also important that you see protection services. Um, and also use SADC UFS line. That, that's the line that we have for our student population.
and that line is 0800 You can also SMS 43302. Uh, Vitaly, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This was a Kofsi Cast podcast that are designed to help you achieve academic success and to live a good life. Brought to you by Kofsi FM, a division of the University of the Free State Student Affairs in partnership with the Center for Teaching and Learning. This was Darlene Doe and she's from Student Counseling and Development, the University of the Free State on the Bloemfontein campus.